Aloha, everyone. Welcome to Sasha Spins, where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. Aloha, everyone. Welcome to Sasha Spins, where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. What are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about thoughts on finding your why. This episode, I highly encourage you to grab a journal or a piece of paper and a pen and settle in. You can absolutely listen to it if you do not have the time to sit down and journal, but I encourage you to really come back to this episode and reflect on the questions that we're going to ask, and I encourage you to get a little bit deeper, and you may feel a little uncomfortable or a little challenged, but if you are set on finding your why, this episode is for you. So let's begin. So thoughts on finding your why. In last episode, last week's episode, well, not last week's episode, but the last episode I did was thoughts on being your own goals. And in that episode, I talked about why your why. Oh my God, I can already tell that I'm going to have said why so many times. It's not even going to be a thing (laughs) after this. But I talk a lot about finding your why and living intentionally, being on purpose, living with intention, speaking with intention, letting your goals guide you. But what does that even mean, right? Why is it important? And more importantly, probably the most important thing of all, how will it impact or change your life, especially for the better? So like I said, in the last episode, I talked about being your own goals and how important it is to be aligned with your why and how when you are aligned with your why, it will help you achieve your goals. However, I kind of realized 20 minutes into the episode, I think the episode was like (laughs) 20 minutes long. So about 15 minutes into the episode, I realized that was kind of like putting the cart before the horse, talking about being our own goals without talking about the motivation behind our goals. So last week, the last episode, it's not going to make sense if you don't know what your why is. And more importantly, if you don't even know how to find it, So in today's episode, today's episode is going to be a two-parter and nearing the end of last, the last episode, I was like, we, this is definitely going to be a two-parter. So this is the two-parter. If you haven't listened to the first episode or the most recent episode, definitely give that a listen, but I would encourage you to listen to this first and then go to the second episode. So again, sometimes we flip-flop. I'm a Gemini. It is what it is. Sometimes my thoughts come to me, amazing thoughts, and they come to me as I'm in the process of already doing something else. And it should have been, this should have been the first episode, but. But here we are, we move, we move forward. (laughs) So let's talk first about what your why is. And then, so yeah, this is how we're going to do it. Oh, P.S. Happy Black History Month. That episode is coming up next. That's going to be our next episode. We're talking about Black History Month and my experience with Black History Month. But again, we're sticking to today's episode. So the structure of today's episode, first, we're going to talk about What is your why? Like, what is your why? What do people mean when they say that? That's going to be first. Then we'll talk about how to find your why. And then we'll end with how leading with your why will change your thoughts, which will change your actions, which will change your habits and ultimately change 
your life. So diving right into it, very simply put, your why is your purpose. Your why is what moves you. It's what motivates you. It's something that's deeply personal and will vary from person to person. So even if it's the same as someone else's, your why will show up and manifest differently compared to someone else who may have the same why as you because we're all different people with different lived experiences and different intentions. So you may have the same why as someone else. Like let's say your motivation, your why, what your purpose is, you feel like you were put on this earth to make it a better place through movement. So maybe you may be a fitness instructor, but the best way your why manifests and and shows up is maybe you're a better spin instructor. Maybe you're a better yoga instructor. Maybe you work with clients one-on-one in different ways. So even though you may have the same why as someone else's, it's uh, someone else, it's something that's very deeply personal to us. So it's going to show up in different ways because we all have different lived experiences and different intentions. So this is something that's really personal for us. And because it's something that is so deeply personal and no one is going to tell us what it is, something it's something that we have to find for ourselves. It is on you in turn to define your own personal why. So like I said, every single person has a deep motivation and that deep motivation fuels your life in the grand scheme of things. And how do we find it? How do we find what this thing is? You're like, okay, you're telling me I have this. I have no freaking idea what it is though. How do we find it? You keep asking questions and you start with these these questions. Why do you do the things you do? So if you eventually start to distill down and ask yourself, why do I do the things that I do? You will eventually find your own personal why. So I don't know if you like, if you knew this kid in class, like growing up, I was this kid. I was this why kid. You couldn't just tell me something and have me just accept it. So we'd be like, we'd be in class and the teacher would say something like, Sasha, the sky is blue. Why? Well, there are things in the atmosphere that make the sky blue. Why? kid. My teachers definitely did not like me. Like I remember one of my teachers, I have an older sister and her and I are like day and night. And I remember my um, teachers being like, why can't you just be more like Crystal? Like the teachers that we shared in common, so many of them were like, why can't you just be like Crystal? Why can't you just be like Crystal? And I'm like, because Crystal is amazing as Crystal and I am amazing as Sasha and we're not the same freaking person. But anyways, I digress. You're going to have to start asking yourself questions that start with why and getting to the why and figuring out the motivation and the reason behind why you do the things you do. So now that we've established what a why is, we're moving on to the how. So at this point, feel free to stop this, put me on pause, grab a journal, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, get into your Zen space, put on some light musing in the background, maybe maybe make a cup of tea, maybe burn some sage, do something to get you to a place where you are ready to get uncomfortable and ask yourself some real questions, baby, because we are finding your why. So go ahead and hit pause. This is where I'll like input the Jeopardy music. Do, 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 do. Let me stop. (laughs) Okay. And if you don't, if you're not in the position right now to 
grab a journal, grab a pen, you're just listening, you're in the car, you're on your way to something amazing to work, you're in the middle of the day, like if it's just not in your ministry at this moment, keep these questions in mind to come back to at a later moment when you have time to really sit down and flesh this out. So like I said, it starts with finding your why. Starts with a lot of questions. When we start to question what we're doing and why we're doing it, we get closer to being more in tune with our why. But there are very specific questions that you could ask yourself to get really, really granular. So again, that's that why. And then someone gives you the answer and then you ask why again and you dig a little bit deeper and you dig just a little bit deeper. So like I said, we may feel a little challenged. We may feel a little uncomfortable. This part is going to require a level of honesty that may be uncomfortable at first, but know that this is only going to serve you in life. It's going to set you on the path to achieving your goals and get you closer to not just who you want to be, but where you want to be in life and accomplishing your goals and being more intentional about your goals. So making sure the goals that you're setting are aligned with you and your why and your purpose, which is what we talked about in the last step in this past episode about the importance of being your own goals. This is this exercise. What we're going to do today is going to help you set these goals that are in line with you, that are personal to you, that are true to you. So these are the 10 questions you can start asking yourself to find your why. So write it down, give yourself a moment, pause with every single question, take what you need. There is really no rush to this. And you probably should, you definitely should not be rushing through this if you really want to be intentional. All right, let's get to it. The first question, what are you good at? I am good at talking to people. (laughs) I'm good at connecting with people. I'm good at building community. What are you good at? What are your strengths? What are things you are undeniably good at? Things that you receive compliments on constantly. What are you good at? Second question. What do you enjoy? And no, like not just like, I enjoy pizza. We all enjoy pizza, okay. But really, what do you enjoy in terms of things that leave you with a deep sense of satisfaction and fulfillment? So again, I enjoy community building and I enjoy connecting with people. So when people reach out to me after class or after meditation and they say, thank you, Sasha, I you made me feel really seen or you helped me get to this place of peace and letting certain things go and being in the moment and being present. That leaves me with a very deep sense of satisfaction and fulfillment. Like I enjoy doing these things and when I know someone is getting something out of it, I feel even more satisfaction and fulfillment. So what do you enjoy? What do you enjoy doing? Third question, what are things you can and do do that make people's other people's lives better? So again, I like I always go back to meditation and spin because I feel like these are two ways in which I actively walk in my purpose every single day. So What are the things you can do to make someone's life better? And what are the things that you are actually doing in this moment to make someone's life better? 
So I like, for me, SoulCycle is an amazing workout, but at SoulCycle, we talk so much about how it's more than the workout. It's a place where we build community, where we find friends, where we establish relationships, where we just let go and find enjoyment in our bodies and in movement. That's something that I do and actively lead in that space that I genuinely feel and know that makes people's lives better. So what are the things that you are actively doing in this moment that are making people's lives better? And then maybe you'll give yourself a pat on the back because, hey, encouragement. (laughs) You're doing amazing things and you should be proud of that. So the fourth question, what are activities you engage in that you find yourself in flow? And flow, it's commonly recognized as being in the zone. So when you're in the zone, when you're focused, what are the things that you're doing in that moment where you find yourself in the zone and just makes time absolutely melt away? So in class sometimes, or even doing a a meditation or an intention setting workshops, I do them in 30 minute increments. I am genuinely surprised a lot of the time when I look at the clock and that 30 minutes has passed because it feels like 30 seconds. Those are the moments where I feel the most in flow. When I'm when I feel like I'm actively contributing to someone's life and they're getting something tangible from what I'm doing, it's like all time melts away. So think about what it is that you do that just makes time stand still. And then this is what I like to also, the fifth question, we are pulled, before we get the opportunities to self-actualize as children, we have all of these people telling us who we are and what we are and what we're good at. And, you know, we have all of these people informing our identity before we even get the opportunity to ask ourselves and establish it for ourselves. So before life got in the way, when you were a kid, what did you like to do? And not even necessarily when you were a kid, it can be before you started worrying about school and bills to pay and what's going on, what's coming down the pipeline. Before all the busyness of life got in the way, what did you like to do? Because so many of us find ourselves doing things, and this is not just necessarily for work, right? I don't want you to think about this in terms of employment. Think about this in terms of just you, your life in the moment as you're actively living it. So much of us now are pulled away from doing the things that we enjoy, things that we like to do because we have all of these obligations. So stop thinking about what you're obligated to do. Like set all your obligations aside. If your obligations weren't a factor, what did you like to do when you were a kid or before all of life's obligations got in the way? What did you like to do? And then the sixth question I want you to ask yourself, what are the things you were willing to do regardless of the cost? So when we say regardless of the cost, what I mean is whether it means looking foolish or not. You're willing to put yourself out there, whether you, you don't, it doesn't even factor in your brain, this is embarrassing. What, were the, what are the things you're willing to do regardless of whether it means you look foolish or the cost? And then the seventh question you can ask yourself, when people come to you for help, what is it that they're asking of you? So remember, these go back to our gifts and we all have special gifts that are inside of us, right? And 
when people are coming to you and asking you for help, what is it that they are asking of you? What is it that gift that's inside of you that you share with others? What is that gift? For me, when I was in the office, I I work with a lot of (laughs) baby boomers and people who are not great with technology. So one of the things that they would often come to me and ask me for help is help saving things as PDFs. (laughs) So taking it from Word documents to PDFs and helping them connect printers or map network drives. So I don't want you to think of this in a work perspective because I was, if I was thinking about this in a work perspective, that's what would come to mind. But I mean, family, friends, people that you're close to, that you have good relationships with, when they come to you for help, what is it that they are asking of you? What gift is it of yours that they are asking to tap into or for you to share with them in service to them? And the eighth question I want you to ask yourself is, oh, this one's deep. This one's deep, but we're getting to the why. All of these are connected to the why. And I'm going to show you. You're going to see. It's all going to make sense. It's all going to make sense. I promise. And if you've ever taken class with me before, you know I don't make empty promises. Okay? Okay. So eighth question, if you knew your time on this earth was limited, what would you spend it doing? So I always like to say that if I, I will never be on my deathbed like, I should have cleaned more. I should have cooked more. I should have done more laundry. Like, no, when I get more comfortable having someone in my space again, I will absolutely hire help to come in because I might my time is limited and I don't want to spend any time doing these things that I don't feel like, I feel like it's wasted time. So our time is so precious because once it's gone, you can't get it back. So if you knew your time was limited, if there was a clock on your time and you were actually aware of it, like it was a tangible clock, like you got 24 hours left, baby, what would you spend it doing? And then conversely, the ninth question, what would you do if money weren't a factor? So just like if you knew your time was limited, if money were no object, if you had all the money in the world and you didn't have to worry about bills, you didn't have to worry about nothing when it came to your finances, what would you do? I always say like I have this fantasy sometimes of selling all of my things and just moving to the middle of nowhere and opening up a strawberry stand. And I don't know why I have that fantasy because I don't even like strawberries one way or the other per se. And I don't think I'm a good salesperson. I would not be a good salesperson by any means. Like buy my strawberries. They would all probably rot because that is not a gift of mine. But I think when I when I get overwhelmed, sometimes I have an escapist kind of personality. So I think like, oh, well, throw my hands in the air. Let me just disappear real quick. But um, I honestly, if money weren't a factor, I would probably teach spin full-time. I would lead meditations. I would lead workshops. I would do DEI training, diversity, equity, inclusion training. That's what I would do if money weren't a factor. So, and, and that helped. That's something that this question, it really helped me get in touch with my why, because it's like, again, what are your gifts? What motivates you? What moves you? And all of those things motivate me. Building community, connecting people, building more, building a bigger table and having people come to that table, that's something that moves me. That is a big part of my why. And the ways that I do, in which I do that are through that diversity, equity, inclusion training and workshops and spin and leading meditations and leading goal setting workshops. Like, so if money weren't a factor, I would do all of those things full time. <laughs> 
that would be my job. <laughs> and I mean, they are my job. So <laughs> I feel like I got 50, 11 jobs for real. <laughs> okay. The last question, if given the chance to teach others, what would you teach them? What would you teach them? Maybe it's to knit baskets. I I don't know. You got to ask this question for yourself. This is deeply personal to you. So like I said, these are just 10 questions. Don't feel like you have to rush to answer those now. If you need to pause this and go back to some questions or just listen to the rest of the episode and then go back to to them at a later date, that's fine. Take a minute to write these down, sit with them and think about them. And as you're answering these questions, start to observe any common threads or words or feelings or thoughts that come up. Because those common words and thoughts and feelings, that's starting to lead you to finding your why. So if you see words that start to appeal, uh, appear like community, build, um, group, team, Perhaps your why or a big part of your why is connecting with others. So just start to notice any common threads that really start to arise. And those are the breadcrumbs that are leading you to finding your why and to finding your intention and to finding your purpose. And if as you start to see those common words, congratulations, because friend, that is your self-awareness coming through and it is putting you on the path of being closer to identifying your why, your life's purpose. So again, congrats. This is like, whew, let me take a moment. Oh, y'all, this is some powerful stuff here. Okay. Like I remember when I do, I'd like every now and again, I'll do this for myself because your why it may change over time. And actually, that's kind of the next point I was going to make. You know, I have like a script here and I have things to keep me on track. And then sometimes my brain gets away from the script and then I looked at it and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm on the right path. So like I was about to say, as you're evaluating all of this stuff, recognize that your why or your purpose, it doesn't have to be just one specific thing. And it can also show up in many ways. It can show up in different ways. So earlier, for example, I was talking about for me, one of my whys is to create diverse, inclusive, and equitable equitable spaces where people can feel free and welcome to come as they are. This can show up in different ways. So in my life presently, there are two ways in which I presently do these. So in my soul cycle classes and then during my workshops and trainings and yeah, goal setting workshops. So this shows up for me in different ways. So again, SoulCycle and my workshops, two completely different spaces and environments, but it's the same why at play. So recognize that again, I said this earlier, but they can manifest and implement themselves in different ways. It doesn't all have to look the same. So all of this is work, right? And I'm, I'm when I'm at SoulCycle, when I'm leading these workshops, it is work. But I remember the days where I was leading these classes and these workshops for free and I was teaching classes and I wasn't barely getting paid for anything. So it is work. And for you, your why, like a lot of people, I forget the statistic that I read, but it was like some alarmingly large amount of people are not doing jobs that uplift them, that motivate them. They're just doing something. They're just doing things to pay the bills, but they don't feel satisfied in their work or they don't feel well that what they're doing is a part of that purpose. And I remember those days and it sucked. So while 
what I'm doing is work now. I remember the days where I was leading these workshops for free because I was trying to get to a place where this could be my job. But here's the thing. Because it was my why and it is my why, the same excitement I felt then when I was doing it for free and getting paid barely anything is the same excitement and joy and sense of gratitude I feel now. And that's what happens when you're in flow, when you're walking with your purpose, when what you're doing is showing up. And then when you are in that state of flow, you are in touch with your why. And that will ultimately change your life because it will cause you to be more intentional, right? And I use the word intentional a lot, but I I really want to encourage people to get to the space of living with intention because so much of our life is spent like moving from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. I feel like we're just existing, right? And have you ever felt like, or asked yourself that question, why am I here? Or just woken up with a sense that you're just moving through life, but you're not really living, you're just existing. And like I said, I remember that feeling all too well, especially from my mid to late 20s, and it just sucked. I was so frustrated, y'all, I was so freaking frustrated all of the time, like so much of the time I was frustrated, even to the point where I remember snowbang. He was like, some days I dread you coming home because I don't know what Sasha I'm going to get. You could be every, the smallest thing could turn and change your entire day. And it like sucked. Like I felt horrible that I was making someone that I lived with feel that way. Like they had to be tense. But I, I honestly, like looking back on it, I just felt like just bitter and I was so like I was a little bitter and so frustrated for someone who really didn't even have that much life experience to be so bitter and easily agitated never feeling like anything I did mattered and I think I felt that way I know I felt that way because I one I lacked self-awareness I was just existing and I felt like oh I have to do all of these things to pay the bills and I'll never get to do the things that I wanted to do and I lacked the self-awareness to take ownership of the decisions that I was making and also I had zero sense of purpose and I remember that feeling I was I was never in a state of flow I was not doing things that I felt contributed to anything but once I found meditation and spin and mindfulness when I found all of these things it's when I really started to question myself and really and question myself about why I was here and live with intention because not only did I start to question myself about why I was here, I started to believe my life was bigger than what I was presently doing with it. I started to believe that there was more. And honestly, it sparked with, I will always recommend Choose Wonder Over Worry by Amber Ray because reading that book for me, a friend recommended it to me when I was going through this space of life where I just felt like I was freaking existing and I was so frustrated all the time. She recommended it to me and it was like, oh, y'all, it was like a great awakening. You know how you're in a cave? I forget what that theory is, but you're in a cave and you don't know you're in the cave because the cave is all you know until you step out of the cave and you recognize that life is bigger and you're like, whoa, mind blowing. That's exactly how I felt reading that book. It was like such a great awakening for me. And I finally understood why I was here because I, the book encourages you, like the book encouraged me to answer some of those questions, but also I started like thinking deeper and I started living on purpose. And when my mind changed, 
when I finally understood why I was here and started to get to my purpose, my thoughts changed. And when my thoughts changed, my actions changed. And then I started to develop different habits. And when you start to develop different habits, that means your behavior is changing. And that feeling of perpetual frustration about being irritated, the smallest things bothering me, it started to melt away. All of that started to melt away as I started to feel more aligned and feel like I was genuinely walking in my purpose. And that is the reason why your why is so important because it provides you with so much clarity, so much agency, control of your own life and self-awareness. When you have all of these things, you are freaking unstoppable. Child, let me repeat that again. (laughs) When you have all of these things, you are so freaking unstoppable. And not only are you unstoppable, you are more able to easily meet your goals because you know what you're working towards. And more importantly, you know your why. You know what your own goals are and the importance of being your own goals. So you can shape your life to what you want it to be and wake up every single day knowing your actions will be in line with your purpose. And that is some powerful shit, my friend. And this is why it's so important to be in tune with your why and to make sure you're living for you and your own goals. Not anyone else's, not this influencer, not that musical artist, not this model, not that TV personality. No, not anyone else's. Because when you know your purpose in life, you're more deeply committed to pursuing your goals fueled by your passions. You know what you want out of life and then you know the discipline that's required to achieve your goals. Your goals, not anyone else's. This episode got like a little bit longer than I wanted it to be, but like I'm in the flow now. You know, I like when I talked about being in the zone, I'm in the zone and I'm like, Sasha, you've been talking for 30 minutes, wrap it up. I could literally talk about this forever, but like I said, I want to be mindful of this episode getting too long because your girl be talking, talking. I genuinely could talk about this forever, but so let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Okay. I genuinely encourage you after you listen to this episode. I genuinely encourage you to just sit down and think through, think about some of the things that we discussed today. Anything that came to mind, anything that came to your heart, start to think these through and recognize that this can change, right? We're here presently in the here and the now. Six months from now, you can set a goal and achieve it and then your goals will change. So some of it, it's it's gonna change. And it's going to change because your goals this year may be different from your goals last year and you're going to achieve these goals. And it's going to change because, hey, we're always changing and we're always growing because we're a consistent work in progress. So therefore, take the time to come back to this maybe six six months down the line and do a check-in. Like set a timer for yourself. Like, hey, listen to the thoughts on finding your why. Listen to that podcast again. Listen to the Sasha Spins podcast. Listen to that episode and check in with myself and ask myself these questions. Okay, so I encourage you. I hope this was so helpful because this was absolutely helpful for me. It was helpful for me six, seven years ago when I really started to become more self-aware and start to actively live on purpose. And so I encourage you 
if you feel like you're stuck and you're still in that place where you're reacting and you're not moving with intention or you just feel stuck and you need more help finding your why, I would highly encourage you to read Choose Wonder Over Worry by Amber Ray. That book absolutely changed my life. But also start with why and even find your why by Simon Sinek. I read Start With Why and it was absolutely amazing. And I've heard good things about Find Your Why. So again, three books I'm going to recommend to you because I love to recommend books when I talk about this because this is a 30 minute episode. There's only so much you can get from it. But when you read books that are more specific, like more fleshed out, I think will definitely help. So if you are in your 20s, I especially recommend reading Start With, or sorry, Choose Wonder Over Worry by Amber Ray. But any of these books is going to help you out. And I hope this episode helped you too, okay? I'm like sending you a hug through the mic because if I could have listened to this six or seven years ago or even 10 years ago, I would have saved so much time being bitter and frustrated and annoyed and feeling like I wasn't doing anything that was helping anyone. So I really hope that this helped you. Let me know. Let me know if it helps, okay? Drop me a line. And also if you're interested in one-on-one meditations or intention setting goal shops or Intent, yeah, intention or goal setting workshops or you just want to talk some things out like, hey, these are my goals. How how do I get from point A to point B? Let's talk about it. You can find me on Instagram at the Sasha Whitney or you can reach out to me via my website, SashaWhitney.com. And in the meantime, stay hydrated, mind your business. And until next time, peace out.